Communities, meetup groups, networking platforms have played a substantial role in the way I have built my business. And I'm sure it's the same for you as well. But there are some nuances as to how you can leverage your connections and memberships for your business growth and create sales opportunities within the community that you are a part of. And today's guest on the show is a master connector and cross-community promotions queen. So let's get her to reveal some secrets on business growth via community and collaborations. Fall in love with selling as you acquire the right mindset, selling style and sales process that helps you take your business solution to more prospects, potential clients and the world at large. If you are a women entrepreneur who is looking to get more sales, scale and sustainability in your business, you have reached the right place. I'm Roshni Baronia. Your host for the show is The Sales, which is all about helping you bring your authentic and influential self to each sales conversation. Communities, meetup groups, networking platforms have played a substantial role in the way I have built my business. And I'm sure it is the same for you as well. But there are some nuances as to how you can leverage your connections and memberships for business growth and create sales opportunities within the community that you are a part of. And today's guest on the show is a master connector and cross-community promotions queen. So let's get her to reveal some secrets on business growth via community and collaborations. Hey, Sarah, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me here. Sarah, please tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. So I am Sarah Alipin. I am the CEO of District Bliss. We host networking socials that are really warm and approachable workshops and events to help people skyrocket their business with ease. And we work with motivated entrepreneurs and creatives who want to develop really genuine and deep connections and support one another. That's basically my jam. (laughs) Awesome. And I love the fact that uh, the way you introduced uh, yourself first to me was that, uh, yeah, you are an extrovert who wants to meet people and connect with people because Sarah and myself got connected through her summit, Virtual Summit Jump 2021. And uh, she was the organizer and the host and what a lovely event you created. It it is something inborn, latent talent of yours that you bring people together. Thank you. I am a super extrovert and I love connecting people. It is my one of my very favorite things to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and good for you. You made, made this networking platform. Yes. So, so Sarah, of course, and like you are a community leader and you love bringing people together to help them build and uh, their businesses, build connections and grow more. So what are your top advice for business owners who join memberships or networking platform and how they can grow their business through communities and platforms like these. My biggest advice is show up, commit to showing up because it's so easy, whether it is online or in person that you're attending these events, show up with your video on if it's online. And even if the weather's bad or whatever excuse you want to give yourself to let yourself off the hook for in-person events, show up. Because when you consistently are showing up, you are always top of mind for everyone, including the community organizer. And people really, you really build that no like, and trust factor, not only to build out your clientele, but your referral network. 
network and people really get look forward to seeing you and really look forward to hearing your expertise and learning from you and knowing what you're up to. And that's how you really lay the foundation to build your business, but also to really enjoy and look forward to the events. Right. That's a great piece of advice that just to show up and, and with video on, of course, because now we are in a digital age. So yes, keeping that video on is uh, so important. But why do you think it's so much of a challenge for people? Why don't they do that much? You know, it's really easy to just show up and you're like, ah, oh, but I'm kind of multitasking. Well, people know that you're not then fully engaged when your video is not on. And it's sort of like old school sales. And you'll appreciate this, I think, where people <laughs> would say, don't wear your sunglasses when you're trying to sell because people want to look you in the eyes. Well, now the in the digital age, it is don't turn your video off when <laughs> you're attending an event. But it isn't easy to sit there and look at yourself for this entire time. You know, I, right before this recording, I was on a call with a client. And so now I have been looking at myself for by the end of this two hours and we would never normally look at ourselves for True. this amount of time. It's tough <laughs> to see you into the mirror. <laughs> you see yourself into the mirror and now you have to see yourself in, on the digital screen. So yeah, that's a bit of challenge. <laughs> yes. So I get why people don't want to do it, but you can turn your like where you can't see your video. I think it's a slippery slope because that's how you end up forgetting that you're on screen and accidentally flossing your teeth. I think it's a little bit of that. And then I also think it's a little bit of comparing ourselves to how the other person looks. It's really easy to lean into comparing in the entrepreneurial space. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's easy to compare my sales skills with your sales skills, for example, because you're so good at it. And it is something I still get nervous about. And I still feel, you know, like a little guilty when I say my prices and things. I hide it pretty well, I think, at this point. And so it's really easy to then listen to you, Sal, and be like, man. Man, she's so good. I want to be as good as Roshni. And we do that with our appearance too. You know, it's like, oh, her hair looks so great. And man, that's a great lip color. You know, try to lean out of that comparing in all things, whether it be appearance or entrepreneurial things. <laughs> Absolutely. So instead of like just comparing yourself, take it as uh, inspiration. Like, uh, yeah, that is something she does really well. How can I do at least 40% of it? 30% of it. And that could be a starting point. So yes, uh, leaning out of that uh, comparison is something very critical. So what are some of the other mistakes that you have observed people usually do when they are networking per se, whether in person or virtually? Because networking is a huge challenge for women, especially they hide themselves, they do not come forward and they try to avoid it. So but even if they do, what are some of the mistakes? What are the things they are doing? wrong because you observe there, them a lot. I do. And I'm a very observant community leader. So when I see them, it's very you know glaring to me. There are two things I see on a regular basis that happen. The first thing being leading in by talking about yourself. Mm -hmm. So when you attend any event, because any event you attend is a networking opportunity, then if you lead in with, hi, this is who I am, this is what I do, that is going to immediately put 
with the other person into very face value conversation at best. So you either turn them off or you will just get a really like face value, you know, where you're essentially just collecting and handing out business cards. Even in the digital world, it's very similar. So always go in with the genuine curiosity and think about how you could help the other person or connect the other person or something that you all might be able to do together to build your businesses, whether that be a joint webinar or the options are truly limitless, especially in the digital era. But um, lead in with, hi, I'm Sarah. How It's really nice to meet you. Like, what have you been up to? Or what are, what are you up to in your business? And ask about goals and try to find goals that align so that you can support one another. And genuine curiosity is the way that I try to approach all of my networking opportunities. And then the other thing is, I see this happen a lot. And this is actually why I founded District Bliss. I don't know if you know my founder story or not. Yeah, but... I know, but yes, listeners would love to know that. Okay. <laughs> So I was a photography professional. And when I started out, I knew I needed to bring on a team. So I started going to networking events and I would introduce myself and I would say, oh, you know, hi, it's so great to meet you and and try to start conversations. And then as soon as the other person found out I was also a photographer, if they were a photographer, they would turn around and say they didn't need to talk to me. They didn't need to know me. And that was such a huge mistake because, you know, first of all, I can't take every photography client nor is every client the right fit for me, but, and nor am I the right fit for every client, but also I needed to hire people to support my team because I don't, I just didn't have the time or physical capacity or anything to be in a million places at one time. So even if you think someone might be your quote unquote competitor, then you still should be thinking about a way that you two can support one another. And even if that is just to commiserate or to celebrate wins together or whatever, and maybe not like collaborate per se, it's so important to have your finger on the pulse of what your quote unquote competitors are doing or other people in your direct industry. And, you know, again, not everybody's the right client for every entrepreneur. And there's more than enough business to go around. So that's the other big thing. And that, well, I guess now I have a third thing. Afterward, follow up. So actually I can tell you, right, we have this firsthand experience, Roshni, where you had to follow up with me about getting on this podcast, I think three times before you got a response from me. (laughs) And it wasn't because I didn't want to do it. It's because I kept losing your email in my inbox. And I was, I had, you were on my list for like a month and a half of just like schedule Roshi, schedule Roshi. And (laughs) it feels really bad to have to keep punting it down the line like that. You know, follow up with people. Don't be afraid just because they didn't get back to you. Like in this case, I didn't get back to Roshni right away, but she knew that it wasn't it didn't have anything to do with her. It was a me problem. And it wasn't that I didn't want to. It was just what was going on. She knew I was putting on that summit and everything, how we met. And so she followed up. And now here we are. And I refer people to your podcast all the time because I think you're so good at what you do. And it's one of my top recommended business podcasts. So when you follow Mm -hmm. up, you are showing so much good stuff. And really, it kept her top of mind. I mean, she was on my running list for a month and a half. 
The unsexy secret of growing sales is that not everyone is great at strategic planning. But did you know that you are 42% more likely to achieve your income goals if you have a system that motivates, tracks and improves your progress on a daily basis. The personal sales planner is that very intuitive and holistic sales planning tool which can help you break down your lofty income goals into manageable milestones and doable daily actions. And guess what? You have to spend just 10 minutes with it every single day. So grab your sales planner from bit.ly slash psp-37. The link is given in show notes. It is the only tool you will ever need to do your sales planning. So grab your link from the show notes. It is bit.ly slash psp-37. Oh my God, I, I was holding so much of space. I'm so flattered now. <laughs> I have written your name in my agenda more times than probably anyone else this year. Oh, I'm actually feeling kind of good about it. Following up is perfect. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think it comes from something around me being in sales so much that I've got developed a thick skin uh, to this people not responding immediately because I truly know that it's not personal. It is not me. They are saying no to or they are ignoring because people have tons and tons of things to do. People are busy. You are so busy and you've got so many things going on in your life and everywhere else in work and business. So of course you have to prioritize and choose and everyone, it's the same for everyone. So we need not feel bad. And that's why you rightly pointed out that follow-up is essential and in a networking also. In fact, one of my biggest uh, paid a gig last to last year, which went on to create Asia Book of World Records. That was a project which was uh, about bringing together women to create awareness about um, saving water. And that project went on to create Asia Book of Records. And the person who was leading that project, I met her at a networking event and I just followed up with her to fix up a meeting and let's meet and explore what can we do together and just getting to know each other. That's the way we landed up together doing this huge huge project and uh, yeah that's the way opportunities gets created thank you so much for highlighting that that show up and then follow up <laughs> yeah and then up level with it yeah all the ups <laughs> absolutely so so yeah Sarah like uh, you have uh, rightly mentioned that people should show up and people should talk about themselves but also be interested in other people's point of view and what they are doing but uh, still I feel that I have heard this many a time from many people that they've invested with uh, memberships or networking platforms, but they are not generating enough business from that particular platform or the platform is not working. It's not a nice platform. I'm not getting the ROI of my investment. So what do you think? What is the missing link for them? What is it that they are not getting right, according to you? That's a great question. There's a different organization or company or space for each person. And it's really important important for you to find the right fit. So one of the things I always say is look at the CEO, see if you identify with them, look at the branding and look at, you know, the colors, the images they're using. Does it look professional? And, you know, then kind of talk to other people who are in that organization and see where they have found success, see what they've found challenging and 
give feedback. If you're finding something like the platform isn't working well, or we've had people who have had trouble getting access to, let's say, Google Calendar, and it's because they gave us an email that wasn't the email that connects to Google and they weren't talking to each other. We're used to that happening, you know, we're, yeah. we've, because we've heard it before. So if you're finding some sort of problem, then reach out and let them know because chances are it's something that either they've heard before or it's something, some weird glitch and they will immediately help you fix it. So I'd reach out sooner rather than later. If that's the case, when you're going to an event or when you are exploring a membership, it's a great idea to first attend an event and then even get on the CEO's calendar and sit down for a conversation and make sure that it's the right fit for you before you commit to a year long membership. Because the last thing you want to do is commit to showing up because this isn't just money you're spending. If you're going with my first tip and you're committing to showing up, it's also a lot of time and your time is very valuable. So make sure that you are going to be beneficial. And I like to get on CEO's calendars before I sign up for anything. I got on when I signed up for my CRM, I got on the CEO's calendar before I even signed up for that. You know, it also, it lets me kind of know how serious they are about their client care, because then if I run into a problem, I know that person met me and if I, you know, reach out and say, Hey, I found this like link is doing something crazy and I can't, you know, this isn't working for me or I'm having trouble formatting, then they know, you know, she's not just a crazy person coming at me. She's a right. very smart, very nice person who really cares about my company and, and is fully invested. So I think the first step is looking at the branding, second step, attending an event, and third step would be get on that calendar. I mean, of course they're gonna open up their calendar if they really, really care about having you as a member, they will do their darndest to open up their calendar to meet you. And then you know that they have your best interest in their heart too. Absolutely. Just get firsthand experience of how the thing is, how the ecosystem is, how the experience they are delivering to you is for you. Does it resonate with you or not? And then probably go in more and put more skin into the game and show up and uh, invest more time and resource into it. Awesome. So Sarah, what has been working behind the scenes in District Bliss. Tell us a little bit about that and uh, what's new with it and how it has transitioned in the entire this 2020 and what's new in 21. So we actually were really lucky, as lucky as you can be in 2020, because we started pivoting to being 50-50 online in Mm -hmm. 2019. Because we we were already ahead of the curve. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. And we already had our online workshops that our online workshop platform. Um, we use Teachable. That's my preference. A lot of there are a ton of them out there. It's another thing you should when you really uh, if you're going that direction, test it all out first and find what you love because once you start it, you're invested and you're stuck. But so we were really lucky that we had, you know, we had people all over the world who wanted to attend our events and they couldn't come in person. So we were essentially live streaming and recording and then repurposing into our District Bliss brainery. So it made it so that people w- could watch the replay and, and retake the course. And they're all like bite-sized chunks of the course and people could attend virtually, but people could also attend in person. And then in 2020, of course, when the world exploded a little bit, we just went fully online. And I remember on March 
17th, I had a phone call with woman in LA. We were supposed to host an event on April 1st, and we were speculating whether that could possibly happen. So it an interesting time frame, you know, but we ended up hosting all of the same events. They just all were online. So, and we have networking online down to a fine science. It's really lovely, welcoming and open. And it has that in-person vibe. I'm sure you, Roshni, you're nodding because yeah, I feel yes. like you can just tell it would have <laughs> I, I can vouch for that. Yes, definitely. I am now connected so much with Sarah herself and uh, District Bliss community. And of course, the people from the community itself, because yes, since when I was a part of the Jump 20, 2021 summit. So of course, there were many attendees with whom I got connected, we exchanged conversations. And uh, it it was a lovely at home kind of a feel, which was so comforting. (laughs) And it didn't feel that we are like poles apart. (laughs) We are around the world from one another. Yeah, (laughs) You know, I I think it's really important to connect as like heartfully as you can with other people, even virtually. I feel like I've met you in person and I have not, which is just bananas. I hope that ends soon. We will meet in person real soon. Yes. So we were very lucky that we had all of that sort of in our back pocket going into 2020. And it wasn't that difficult for us to transition, which was very helpful in retrospect. And I think when we are able to go back out into the real world safely and host events, and when people feel comfortable with that, then we'll go back to that hybrid where people can attend the events online, or they can attend in person, and then we'll have specific online events. Networking isn't the same. If we did an in-person networking event, it doesn't really translate to in online networking the same way a workshop might. Right. Absolutely. So I hope that era comes back soon when we are having real life events and in-person events because yeah, that that just takes networking to another new level. It really does. I miss the, I love that I get to connect with people like you who are across the world with me and or from me and how I feel as though I can genuinely authentically connect with you. But I miss those in-person events so much too. True. (laughs) So yeah, Sarah, that was a lovely conversation that uh, you had uh, with us on this show. So any closing remarks and message you want to share with the listeners? I would say, you know, don't be afraid to show up on camera and don't be afraid to follow up. Those are probably the two biggest things that if I could impart anything on the listeners, really be courageous, step forward and show up as whoever you are. Even if that day you don't have makeup on, no one's really looking at you as critically. No one is ever going to be looking at you as critically as you're looking at yourself. So show up and then follow up. Yes, that is so beautiful that yes, you are looking yourself much more critically than others are. Yes. Yes. Great, great inputs and great conversations, Sarah. It was lovely having you here. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much. And everyone, please make sure that you follow, rate and review Ace of Sales because Roshni is amazing. And I love this podcast. Oh, that's so sweet of you. Thank you. 
Thank you so much for joining us today for this episode. I'm sure you were able to find some key learnings and takeaways from today's episode which will help you grow your business to the next level. And if that's the case, make sure that you share this episode with two of your business buddies because you never know that they might also find some insight which will help them in their business. Knowledge after all grows by sharing it further, right? So do share it with two of your business buddies. Also, if you like Ace the Sales podcast consider sharing five star review and rating on apple itunes because that will help us take the podcast to many more women just like yourself who are looking to find sales success in their business also it will mean the world to us especially myself and my team who are putting loads of efforts to bring this podcast to you and lastly remember to connect with me on instagram at roshni_baronia because i would love to know more about you your business and what is it that you need help with when it comes to selling so connect with me on instagram leave a review and share the podcast with two of your business buddies i will meet you next thursday stay tuned and stay safe and happy selling